What's important to you? What's important to me? Making sure my family is well taken care of, my home secure, and not overpaying for necessities like home insurance and car insurance. My South Carolina Farm Bureau agent, Grant Williams, not only ensured I had the correct coverage, but he combed through my policy and removed anything I didn't need, which turned into savings for me. He's professional, very knowledgeable, and a pleasure to work with. Grant not only took care of my home and car insurance needs, more importantly, educated me about life insurance and set me up with the policy that's affordable and earns cash value, which allows me to use the money from the policy while I'm still alive. Most people put life insurance off until it's too late or too expensive. And Grant helped me make the adult decision. Call him today at 803-995-8484. If my dad can't save you money on your car insurance, he doesn't even want your business. On this week's episode of Carolina Sports Talk, we talk NBA All-Star. We've got some NFL updates, a special big deal, no thing, and nothing to do with sports. Let's go! Another all-new episode of Carolina Sports Talk starts now. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing that's oozing out your doggone hands? That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. It's your main man, Big Cliff. As always, thank you for listening in on your favorite podcast app. Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. You can check us out on Facebook and or Instagram at Carolina Sports Talk. Or to be a part of the show, jump in on the Carolina Sports Talk line, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. Man, oh man, oh man, I am excited to be here with you guys. As always, I got my main man and yours, DJ Highstar, on the line with me. My dog, what's good with it, bro? Dude, yo, happy Baltimore Day, part two. <laughs> and as for all of my people from Baltimore, I know what I'm talking about, but it's officially Tuesday, 2 22. Oh, Shout out to all of my people out in Baltimore. Tuesday. Everybody that had to say that date at some point during the day. If you're in Baltimore and got that Baltimore accent, man, I see Shout out to 22222, you know what I mean, and whatnot. I'm acknowledging the date for all the twos because it's almost a three, you feel me? But at the same time, bro, it's like I'm not calling it Tuesday with the TWO. I'm just refusing. Like, even though I made like a graphic and put that out on social media, I was just like, I'm still only saying Tuesday, like T U E S D. Cause that's come on, bro. That's right. Now, I saw you post that on social. And I think, again, with me, I'm just calling it Tuesday as in T E W. Like how they say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Just to help out with people that may not know and may not be able to pronounce it like a, a true Baltimore native. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just helping out the people. Shout out to everybody out there. And, and what's the area code? Not 301. And uh, 443. 443. Yeah, I'm talking about already. You already know what they are. who they are. Where they at. Let's do it. All right. So without further ado, we're switching up the flow of the show. You know, we progressively, you know, adapt to our environments. And so with foot, <clears throat> with foot, <clears throat> I couldn't quite get it out just now with football being over. Oh, man. Where's the uh, somebody cue the boys to me? How do I 
like it's really heartbreaking me, dog, that like we went a whole Sunday without, you know what I mean, football. Now it was slightly eased by the fact of, you know what I mean, the the all-star game, which we're gonna jump into in just a second. But really, man, it ain't it ain't no football, bro. How do you feel about that? Uh, you don't want to know my honest opinion, but I mean, <laughs> I kind of do now. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have, I don't have a horse in the race. Uh, uh, my football, uh, football been over for you. Yeah. Football's <laughs> been over since the Panthers been out of it. Yeah. So but listen, a while but, for me, but keep it a buck though. Like we have been enjoying, this has been, oh, um, yeah. and not even being a prisoner to the moment. This has been one of the most competitive and entertaining uh, playoff seasons that I can remember in history. Absolutely. And and we, and minimum we, we recent definitely history. lamented that on mm-hmm. the show here. But yeah, the postseason and the play of the postseason, it has to culminate, which it did. In a great in, game, the last one. It lived up to DJ, it. And NDJ High Stars predictions being right. It had to culminate <sighs> somehow. <laughs> Somehow I knew that we was going to end up getting there, <laughs> but I'm going to let you live. And on that note, <laughs> let's go ahead and jump. I feel a little bit less, you know, attached at this point. Now I'm ready to get over it. Let's go ahead and jump into a little bit of NBA. So, uh, yes, live from Cleveland this past weekend, the big city of Cleveland, Ohio, um, the NBA hosted their all-star weekend. Couple switches in in, in uh, different events and formats, so we want to give credit where credit is due. I'll kind of ask you about that here in a second. Um, give credit to the Howard Bison for winning the NBA's inaugural HBCU Classic, but also on Friday night they had the um, the Rising Stars Challenge, the Clorox Rising Stars Challenge. That was formatted a little bit differently as well. We had Team Isaiah. Team Worthy, Team Barry, and Team Peyton all playing in semifinals, um, culminating in uh, Team Barry beating Team Isaiah. But more importantly, Cade Cunningham, the number one pick, took away the MVP for that. Um, Now, moving on to Saturday night, because I'm not going to talk about the All-Star Celebrity Game. I I saw, like, some clips of MGK rapper, MGK rapper slash rock star (laughs) MGK. And he didn't look like he belonged on the floor, but Cleveland we'll come back native. to that. We, we, we okay. you don't have to talk about All it. Right. We'll come back to it. Go ahead, go ahead. So All Star Saturday Night was led by Cat um, Carl Anthony Thomas coming home with Towns. a three point. Uh, excuse me, I said Thomas. Carl Anthony Towns <laughs> coming home with a three point um, title, if you will, mm-hmm. um, and then the slam dunk title. You know, I take my wins where I can. So shout out to the man that is Obi Toppin, New York Knickerbocker himself, coming away with the AT&T Slam Dunk Contest. The Cleveland Cavaliers, they had a trio that actually uh, bought home the Taco Bell Skills Challenge. And of course, all the events culminating in the pomp and circumstance of Sunday evening, that is the, um, uh, the all-star game that everybody's waiting for. It was Team Durant versus Team LeBron. Very close game. Uh, toward the end as it has begun to to be. Uh, I believe the score was 163 to 160 with LeBron hitting a game winner. But all of that not to be overshadowed and overlooked by one Wardell Stephen Curry, who brought home the MVP after scoring 50. Let's say it again and put some respect on his name. After scoring 50, in an all-star game. That means the best of the best, the creme de la creme. And this man 
put 50 up, not to mention shattered an all-star game three-point record. Um, a great weekend. Uh, you know, there's been mumbles and rumbles about different things with the weekends. What was your takeaways from the all-star weekend, Big Cliff? First of all, shout out to you. I got to give you a round of applause. You got, you know what I mean? Got the whole rundown of the weekend and everything sounding real professional and everything. Shout out to you, my dog. But no, um, uh, for me, the game itself was the highlight of the weekend because the slam dunk contest, like shout out to your man's winning the we'll, worst we'll ever. Get there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to give you I mean, the macro. I guess we're here. I guess we're, we're here. here. Let me give you the macro. So shout out to your man's winning the worst ever dunk contest in the history of dunk contest. Uh, shout out to Stephen Curry for being the greatest shooter in the history of basketball and also for being one of the greatest shrinkers in the game of basketball history. He is afraid of the moment. You ask me I'm which moment? Pause, Every moment, bro. see what context you're coming from with that. But this pause, man, I mean, he's afraid of being great. And we'll get back to that. Uh, also, you talked about the celebrity game on uh, was it Friday, Saturday night. Uh, your man, MGK, bro. I saw one meme that says he looks like a creative player and oh, looks like um, somebody on the NBA 2K with their creative player. All the VCs. All the VCs on tattoos and no skills. <laughs> Very so accurate. He looked the part, but yo, my guy was out there fouling the ladies, bricking, missing, airballing, looking completely unathletic. It just was not his night, so he was losing, bro. Uh, LeBron winning at the buzzer was a big deal. Um, I love the new format. Like we talked about it. I remember last year on a previous show, but I definitely, definitely love the new format where they're competitive each quarter for the mm-hmm. scholarship money. And then it, with the last quarter being untimed and uh, not Rooney rules. What is it called? The, um, the Rooney rules. I was going to say, not the Rooney rules. Got to put the black ball through the hole. No, um, the uh the format where you add 21 to the final to whatever the top score at that point is and that's the the target score so the format uh overall is, is like that man so those were the biggest takeaways for me from the weekend let's, all right let's start where because i kind of want to lead us down this this all-star game rabbit hole here okay. let's start off real quick where we probably would have the least amount to say outside of the slam dunk competition but the three-point competition was there any um, surprises? Was there any letdowns from the three-point competition, in your opinion? Anybody that you would have liked to see perform a little bit better that was afraid of the moment? No, and honestly, I love the cat one. Um, one for the big man, too, just because I didn't know he could shoot it like that. Uh, and I do know that he and uh, Nikola Jokic take the most three-pointers of any big man in the league. But um, shout-out to him, though. I, I'm glad that he won. Honestly... I just want to see Steph come and win every year just because like and, and just remind people like, yo, and the way that he looked on like like in his street clothes and stuff, it was like, yeah, y'all got this this year. I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and do I'm gonna this, let y'all live. Y'all, y'all, y'all know what time it is if I was to to lace him up, right? Literally like, he, he looked like he could go out there with what he had on, you know what I mean, and still it's he's got a pure shot right. at his pretty dog. So like I just would like to see that cat get out here. But I'm also of the of the same volition that like I would love to see Ja in the dunk contest. Ain't no reason that that dude don't need to be in there. And they joked, he's like, oh, no, the rims wouldn't be tall enough. Don't talk it, bro. Like, we know what you can do. Don't talk. Show me. Like, That's a great the point. fact that LeBron has never done a dunk contest right. is is literally a travesty, bro. Like, we understand so who it, you are and what you can lose, but still, come get the people what they pay for, man. Right. And I think, like, I don't want Ja to fall into that, um, just into that 
that peer pressure, I think that LeBron fell to, of, mm-hmm. no, your, 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 um, your stock is just too high. It's a too high of a risk and don't, this and nah, this is what the event is made for. We go all the way back to the days of cats like Deion Sanders, Michael Irvin. Oh, oh, Rome. Oh yes. I, DJ Highstar is aware that they didn't play basketball, but trust me, there was a time young, young kids, that they had a celebrity dunk contest with non-basketball athletes uh-huh. and them cats was throwing alley-oops off the backboard and doing crazy yeah, stuff man. like that. So yes, like as far as risk of injury and stuff like that, there's risk of injury everywhere. And you're absolutely right. We want to see the biggest stars perform in the biggest. That's what makes all-star weekend, all-star weekend. Now, real quick, before we leave the three-point contest, um, I, I honestly, Trey Young, I would have liked to see him do a little bit more. And I think a lot of cats kind of, I don't know if it's the preparation part or whatever, but some cats are just too cool. Right. When you don't catch that streak, you could tell that the pressure starts to mount. Cats get a little bit tight in their mm-hmm. form. And and, and I, I come from the old school, right. I come from the old school of back in the day where there was a science to it. You was, you was focused on what side of the rack that you were going to be shooting from. Of course, you're going to have the balls lined up on the rack in a certain direction for a shooter's kind of a shooter shot, if you will. You know what I mean? But having <laughs> Reggie Miller and Dwayne Wade, and I'll get to Reggie Miller in a second because <laughs> he's, he's very valid if he's going to be critiquing the three-point contest. Reggie, you might have had four dunks your whole career. Your wow. critique, your critique <laughs> of the dunking and stuff like Man, that is not warranted please. at all, Reggie. <laughs> and that might be some Nick hate coming from me, but listen, I don't like to hear Reggie talking trash to these younger guys. It's like simmer down, son. It. Like that wasn't yeah. your bag. Like, so talk about threes. Right, yeah. So coming away from the the three point contest, that's that's kind of my takeaways with it. Again, like you said, cat winning is just indicative of where we're at as a league. Mm. That these mm-hmm. bigger guys, as far as your poor Zingases of the world, your Jokic, of course, your cats, they can stretch that that floor a little bit and they bring they bring a defender out out of the paint mm-hmm. and and uh, pose a, a viable threat from outside the arc or whatnot. And and as a three point, I think a lot of these guys was late bloomers whenever it comes to growing um, and getting tall. So a lot of their uh, amateur days or adolescent days was played being like a two or a three in, um, in like AAU or in high school and stuff like that. And then they've had a growth spurt yep. and they AD. still have all of Mr. the skills. Glass. Right. And they have all of the skills of a two or a three. In other words, whether it's handle or whether it's that jump shot form. So shout out to Kat for winning that. Now let's go ahead and let's get to the first thing I want, the first, okay, of the dunk <laughs> contest, the first thing I want to acknowledge is one New York Knickerbocker legend, Greg Anthony's son, mm-hmm. Mr. Cole Anthony of UNC, Chapel Hill, doing his first dunk in Timberlands. Okay, the first thing I want to say about that, Nick Cliff, <laughs> as a native New Yorker, I was happy to see that, but I did cringe. And this is this is just my New York bias coming out. I cringed when I see how tight he tied those laces up. Choking, <laughs> choking, choking the chicken on the Choking the Tims in any situation is a big no-no. It's a foul. For any New Yorker, and we know that. I would have. I would. It sounds horrible for me, 
but I would have rather him risk the high ankle sprain and kept him loose as a goose. <laughs> How like Cameron would be looking on the on the beach, or if like Jim Jones or one of them boys went to Miami on on the beach, I would like to see the the Tims just the tongue flapping out of the Tims and the loose uh, laces on the outside. But that's just me. Bro, that's not just me. It, no, it's honestly not just you because I can <laughs> I can honestly remember in high all the way back in high school. Seeing cats down here in South Carolina with them tied tight and be like, yo, that's not how they're made, bro. That's not what they're made for. What are you doing? That's not what they're for at all. You know, but (laughs) shout out to him. He he pulled off, and we're gonna get to this, of course, but he pulled off the the Timberland dunk, his initial dunk after maybe a third or fourth attempt. And big shout out to K Flop. I won't say free the young man. I'm not a big proponent of saying free people that have committed Committed, egregious crimes, but Shout out to the young man, K-Flock. He showed New York Drill, uh, Cole Anthony, that is, showed New York Drill some love. And that was his intro music that he kind of, you know, New York got sturdy to, if you will. So he, he, he you know, he had the New York flavor about him, with, with the exception of choking the Thames. But the, <laughs> it took about four attempts, like I said, three to four attempts. What, come on, just give me, give me what you got for the dunk contest, Nothing. bro, and I'll give my pushback. I have literally nothing. I watched um, like one dunk and it was the Tim dunk. And I was like, okay. And then I saw uh, the next one was, um, but it missed like three times. And I was like, yeah, I'm not watching this. And I literally turned it off. Who is that? Jalen Green? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And and he was younger. And so like you, you tend to think, and of course, like I bring it back up my Reggie Miller point, Reggie Miller, D Wade, they all is like when they're in the commentators box or whatever, they're they're having fun. It wouldn't surprise me if they had some spirits or some libations mm-hmm. because that's how they be sounding. Oh, without doubt, without they're, doubt, they're loose. They're they're like having a bunch of blast, and so you know they're always kind of rooting them on. Come on, he got it on this one, y'all. He got it on that. Oh, oh, no, he don't. Oh, well, no, see, he don't. Oh, see, okay. if he had hit that the first time, like yo, we get it. Like no, I'm done. I'm, I'm some, over it. Some guys like Jalen Green, they got the springs, and also they have the energy. So, because mm-hmm. we know these these dunk attempts take a lot out of you. So, you know, again, shout out for even coming out there. But a lot of the guys, their first attempt dunks should have been saved maybe for final rounds. Because when they came with their second attempt dunks, they were fine. Or, you know, oh, you were able to do that? Okay, bro, why didn't you do that on the first attempt? Exactly. Instead of, you know, wasting all of this energy and time, wasting everybody's time on this. But, uh, and... Also, shout out to the legends who showed their displeasure, whether it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar walking out or Shaq with just the face. I saw the a meme where face. it had. I saw a meme where it had the side by side of Shaq when he saw Vince with the with the ooh <laughs> you know, face that everybody knows. And then the, the womp womp. Yeah, and then the one from this year. So um, all of the legends definitely showed their displeasure, if you will. What did you think? It. What did you think about uh, Toscano Anderson? Rocking the Jason Richardson jersey and getting out there and sucking. <laughs> I mean, again, so the creativity is all in the presentation along with the payoff as far as the dunk itself. So, you know, uh, three times he missed it. It's like, you and know, then had to just like his attempts were over or something, right? Yeah. If you miss it three times, right, well, we appreciate right. you coming out. Have a good night. Don't let right, you barking. Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, there were some Obi, some of the dunks that he like. Uh, one in particular, 
I think he went between the legs around the back or something and then still reversed it. Now, he, he barely, he didn't flush the dunk, but he barely dunked it. But impressive, impressive. You know what I mean? There's a lot of dunks that were very impressive. Touched the backboard and, and then dunked it. But at, that was, and that was his final dunk, I want to say. And he attempted that in an earlier round where people just didn't know, like, what is he trying to do? You know what I mean? So eh, that was kind of underwhelming, if you will. But I want to say this real quick, Big Cliff. We're old enough to go through the lull of what was, I would say, pre-LeBron 2000, mm-hmm. 99-ish post-lockout to pre-LeBron. So 99 to about 2002 of just the NBA in general. Mm-hmm. And, you know, around those times, now, of course, we had Vince doing his thing as far as All-Star game. That was like all like one, that. yeah. So we had Vince's and the T-Max and Kobe's showing out. But just in general, the product that we were putting that the NBA as a whole was putting on the court during the season was not what the NBA was, you know, used to put it like this. If they had sustained that product for 10 years straight, we wouldn't be talking about a billion dollar industry. We wouldn't be talking about the, um, the players lion share that they're getting now of, as far as of the revenue that the league, uh, you know, that the league has or whatever like that, it had to shift. And right. we're just we're simply experiencing in in dunk contests and in all star games a time where it has to shift. I think we we kind of alluded to it and mentioned it earlier that the superstars have to come out, man. There's young superstars, plenty of young superstars in the game that are capable. Jalen Green, he's not nothing to sneeze at, but if the competition is is high and you got some of these younger cats in there doing their thing, mm-hmm. then I think that would that would bring out the competition in, in some of these guys like Jalen Green and things like that. So what I'm hearing you say is the field next year needs to go ahead and be um, Zion Richardson, Zion Williamson, um, Ja. Pending that he's healthy, but definitely Ja. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, let's go ahead and speak health for him because you know he's okay. Um, that's a, uh, we don't have it on the list today, but you did see that he is likely going to have to have a second surgery that's going to keep him out for the remainder of the season. And there's a lot of speculations that that may end up being the sign of a ticket out of town for him. Um, it was big for me when CJ uh, McCullum was at the All Star and he was sitting with the guys from uh, TNT crew uh, inside the NBA. And they were like, so have you had a chance to talk with Zion Williamson? Uh, how are things going there? And what, what do you guys look at for the vision for the future? And he goes, uh, honestly, no, I have not yet talked with him directly. I've talked with some of his people, but, you know, he's a really big part of what we plan to do here moving forward. And I look forward to having him in the building and being able to talk with him. Yo, bro, you're all NBA caliber type player. And if he's the franchise player, how y'all boy ain't talk yet? Like how? Like how does that not even? You know what I mean? So right, you didn't get welcome to town by this guy or nothing. Yo, man, what's up? Pull up to the, the crib. Let's. You know what I mean? Nah, not pull up to the crib. I'm gonna show you where the best beignets are at and crawfish. <laughs> hey man, you want some uh <laughs> charbroiled oysters? <laughs> hey yo, I'll y'all go to the yo. best gumbo spot. Listen, yeah. okay, <laughs> Papa Dole's down there. Listen. Carolina Sports Talk gonna get off my dog Zion, man. That's the Carolina kid, A six four stand up. And I mean, y'all gonna get off. Hey, y'all gonna get off that man. You just keep saying that because you tried to recruit him to South Carolina State. I absolutely listen. Well, now I started to say he wouldn't have been had to worry about it if he'd have come to state, but now he'd have been Dukes. He'd have been in. (laughs) But anyhow, so um, so Zion, Ja, who else would you put? 
throw in that mix. I would. I, I honestly would like to see your man, um, Jalen Green, because like I remember him. Me too. In in, in summer ball or uh, last summer, and like you said, the boy got bunnies now. He can. He. I think with the experience I this year, too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think he could rock. Team. Who you? Who would you slide in that fourth spot? Miles Bridges. <laughs> yes, sir. Listen. Yes, sir. Show Miles. some little Charlotte love. Listen, and Miles, get Miles out there, and, and in a situation like that, he can get stank. Like, oh Listen, yeah, or him or Nasty Terry, people. even Nasty Terry. Or 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 scary Terry, but Kelly Oubre, quiet as cat. See, Kelly Kelly, Kelly used there. to have better bunnies than he does now. Like I guess he you know he been in the league a little while, but he's still getting you know. Right. I just don't know if like he ain't for jumping with Ja. Right. He ain't right. jumping with Ja. Built for that. But yeah, <laughs> I would definitely like to see Miles Bridges out there. Yeah, boy, that that in that would field. that would be one. Now while we're talking along the lines of the dunk contest, before I keep saying dunk, the dunk, dunk, is it dunk? It's dunk, right? D U N K. It's not dunk. Yeah, those would be the cars in Miami. Yeah, or yeah, so um, or Columbia, ex <laughs> blackly. So your man's uh, topping one as a New York Nick. Four other times, New York Knicks have won this competition. Do you know the other four? I, of course, I know the other four. But do you want to maybe leave this for the Carolina Sports Talk Nation, or we, we could go ahead and get to it right now? Uh... You know what? Let's leave it to the fans. If you guys can hit us up on the, well, the first person to hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line with the correct answer. There was four other times that a New York Nick, listen to the way that the question is being worded, four other times a New York Nick won the dunk contest. What were the years and who were the players? Topping one this year, four other times a New York Nick has won the dunk contest. Hit us up at Cliff at CarolinaSportsTalk.net. The first individual to mail us with the correct answer, we'll go ahead and shoot you out a prize pack with the Carolina Sports Talk swag. We'll throw a little bit of DJ High Star swag, and I'm sure we can probably make that happen for you. And now we definitely want to be able to get you guys something in and be a part of the show. So, yeah, I saw it. I came across that. I was like, oh, that's nice. No, okay. Uh, of, of course, you know. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> of course. So of let's course. take a look at the game itself, though. Like you mentioned, it was a good game. Um, you asked me what stood out to me. What stood out to you, bro, in the game, uh, in the All-Star game itself on Sunday? Bruh, I'm 50 points, man. Uh, listen. Just the how conf- – listen, to, like, okay, <clears throat> my old job, I won't call them by name. I don't want any lawsuits, but <clears throat> we had a basketball league, and then we were able to play our All-Star, our culminating All-Star game, because our All-Star games came at the end of the season. We was able to play those – at the Spectrum Arena oh, that's because dope. of ties that the owner had to he's part owner of the Hornets or whatnot. So I played in on, you know, Spectrum Arena's floor and played in an all-star game before. You know what I mean? When the lights are bright and you're playing against the best of the best or whatever like that, hey, it's tough to get yours off. And, you know, when you're hot, of course, they go to you and everything like that. I've, I've hit game ceiling game ceiling <laughs> shots like okay that sealed the wind for us on spectrum arena's floor okay but to put myself in the mindset of steph curry where the best athletes the highest paid players pretty much mm-hmm. you know the the all-stars of this league are guarding me and, and defending me and it's not like a west coast versus east coast thing because of the new format it's teammates it's, 
Exactly. It's who, yeah, that part too. It's it's who Durant picked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's a pickup game. I'd frown so, if he picked me though, but go ahead. <laughs> so, bruh, the, the fact that he was able to drop a fitty ball on, it, it's just, it, that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. I don't care. I know all-star games they'll have, you know, in the past have had lackluster defense and things like that, but they made it a, a point like, no, I don't want Steph to get off and was trying to bracket him. They was trying to cover him as much as they could. I can't mention how many times he pulled up from the 2022 part of the all-star weekend logo mm-hmm. and just launched that thing. <laughs> then he Let had one three-pointer that he had on the side where it looked like one of his pregame shots where he threw it up and he turned around swaggy as can be turned around to the crowd. Like, Oh yeah, that's going in. Now, now, how about so this? I know exactly what you're talking about. He actually looked at a group of kids and asked them, did it go in? Did it go in? And they're like, yeah. And then, then he went and sprinted back down to the other end. Right. He had one even, at the top. Even, even his floater, to where it was one of it was a hezzy that he gave on a three point and then shot a floater over Joel and B. Mm-hmm. That the way that that splashed, you was like, oh nah, he's on his game right now. Like he's 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 unstoppable right now. I'm so a, I'm gonna give him some flowers and then I'm gonna spin on his grave real quick. Here you go. So the, my favorite three pointer that he had was there's there's a still shot um, on social media that you can find with it, where he launches the three, and it's a high arcing from the top of the key. When it left his hands, he turned around and started sprinting back to the defensive end. So in the picture, you see him running back to the defensive side while everybody else on the floor is still looking to see if it's going in. It's like, yo, you you got to be a different kind of locked in for that, bro. Now, that being said, I mentioned earlier that he's the greatest shooter in the history of basketball. Mm -hmm. I am now telling you that he is also one of the biggest chokers, the biggest shrinkers. In the history, I think of I know where you're going with this. Go ahead, please. Oh, for six in his last attempts on the floor to try to and close that, it out. Exactly, and to close it out, but also it was to get the all-time hi- the all-time highest. He had 50. The highest ever scored in an All-Star game was done by, if I'm not mistaken, Kawhi Leonard with 52. And so he was trying to break that. It might have been Kawhi or AD, one of the two of them, but he was trying to break that record. And so he was he was jacking him. He had been in a, just so much similar to how he is in the regular season, how he is in the playoff, how he was in the finals all throughout the game. Oh, it's the splash for the bang. He knocks it out. Like all of that swell. Cool. But in the fourth quarter, my guy gets ghost. If, if, if people don't like really remember or realize, but Steph, Steph Curry's never won a finals MVP. He got three rings. And how many MVP finals? Zero. Right. Um, he got as many as you and me combined. Iggy, I want to say Iggy, KD, and... KD got two. Okay, okay. AD, yeah. So Iggy and KD's two. But he's never... Because in those moments where he has the opportunity to... I think that there are those who would not want to put him where he belongs truthfully in the all-time greats because of that ability to completely shrink in those moments, bro. Like and, and and again, it's coming from a guy who lo- I love Steph Curry. Shout out to the Carolina kid. Shout out to, again, the greatest shooter that this league has ever seen. But when it comes down to those moments of being able to be great, my dude shrinks and he gets ghost out of nowhere, man. All right. All right. You got it off, bro. You, got it off, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that, I can hear the I can hear the 
the Laker undertone in your voice, but yeah, you uh, got that off, bro. What about what I said was undertoned, off. bro? You got that off, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm never going to be blasphemous towards Steph Curry. It's not even but, blasphemous. That's just point blank. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because there have been consistent chances. Making his sports uh, observations. I mean, shout out to my dude, but yo. But you, you are accurate in saying there has been consistent chances and opportunities for him that he has not quote-unquote, risen to the occasion for individually, um, you know, as 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 an individual, in other words. But, hey, man, it's Steph Curry, man. But And, and honestly, so, I would say this, and, and we can move forward. I am waiting for him to do that, for that opportunity and for that moment to happen. Because even with LeBron, for a large part of LeBron's career, both when he was in um, Cleveland the first time and even early on when he was in Miami, there were those who says, oh, he's shrinking in the fourth quarter. He's not living up to who he's supposed to be. He's afraid of greatness. Uh, you remember the Saturday Night Sketch, uh, Saturday Night Live sketch, uh, or and those of you who may not have seen it, uh, what's the comedian's name that does the Denzel and the Mike, and the, uh, Will Smith? Um, um, uh, that's Jay Farrell. Jay Farrell. Jay Farrell did a Stephen A. Smith. LeBron James should not have arms to shoot a basketball in the fourth quarter. Like, it was a whole thing. Like, LeBron was terrible. But horrible, you... horrible impression. But go ahead. <laughs> it was a caricature, okay? Leave me, let me be great, bro. But no, so, like, that was just how indicative of how bad it was. But LeBron, through time, has hit those shots. He has not been afraid of that moment. LeBron's three-point, for a long time, he played kind of like Giannis did and was just on some bully ball. Oh, you can't stop me. I'm bigger, faster, stronger. To the hole with me. And dunking in defense, and that was his whole game. He's gotten on perimeter now. He's gotten up to be an amazing floor general, passes, all of that. Now, granted, Steph is a little long in the tooth. He ain't that, quite as young as he is, even though they still call him the babyface assassin. Uh, that babyface got some whiskers on it at this point, so he's got some years. He has that time, though, especially with squads like this one, where if this year in the finals he is the reason that that team wins, I think that elevates his stock and allows him to be considered – not just the greatest shooter of all time, but possibly one of the greatest players of all time as well. So, again, it's no love lost. You know, hate with my dude. It's just I want to see him seize that opportunity to elevate himself to the next level and to an even higher echelon than he already is. Any uh, thoughts on the, the, the picture-perfect fadeaway, mid-range, game-winning shot by LeBron? It's LeBron City. Man. I mean, like I know exactly. he's a Laker, but that's his city. Right. It's it's right. If it wasn't Steph, it had to be him. I was thinking in my head, I'm like, you got all of, you probably got all of the kids that made A B honor roll from your academy out there or whatever <laughs> like that. You gotta got you know? to. You gotta yeah, put a show. They on. all out there. So yeah, it, it was only fitting. And he I think he he saw what Giddy did. Um mm-hmm. is, am I getting it right? Garland? Not Giddy, Garland. Um from from Cleveland all weekend. Oh oh yeah yeah yeah. So and he was like, well, step aside, young buck. Before you came along, yeah, you know right. I mean, when you were still wet behind the ears, <laughs> this was my city. You was I, yes. I built, they they made a great point. They was like, well, LeBron built these rims. He know exactly. You know what I'm saying? The what sweet he spot. did. And, and truth be told, but it was a it was a pretty fadeaway. He was like, man, let's just get this over with. It was like one of them pickup games where it's like, all right, we playing with y'all too much. All right, you know what I mean? Game time. Right. Let me, and, let me, um, I'm going to holler at y'all in a whole minute. <laughs> right. So to wrap up the All-Star weekend before we get to NBA 75 team, would you consider it overwhelming, underwhelming, or just whelming? 
I'm I'm leaning heavily towards whelming. It was I mean it was what it was. I was inter- I was entertained. Um specifically uh, by the game. two weeks in a row, Big Cliff, that you're giving us I was entertained. We know. <laughs> there th- listen, to have been entertained consecutively, and I know we got nothing to do with sports, but I'm gonna drop something to nothing to do with sports. Completely random. F- ladies, gentlemen, fellas, boys, girls, cats, chickens, dogs. Y'all check out Jennifer Lopez's new movie, uh, Marry Me. It is the return of rom-coms, okay? This was such a quality movie that I thoroughly I don't enjoyed. Know where this is coming from? Did the NBA sponsor this big clip? <laughs> and today's random movie is brought to you by <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Hit me in the DM. No, like the movie is a good movie, and I, I say that though, as I was reminded by being entertained. I remember watching the movie, and I was just like, "This is a really good movie." Like it was almost embarrassing how much I enjoyed the movie, but it was a good mm. movie. So I was right. just like, "Yo, nah, I'm a, I'm I'm, a, I'm entertained." Um, All Star Weekend entertained me. It didn't wow me. It didn't. It was like, yo, this is the best ever. Or it, other than the dunk contest, it wasn't the worst either. So I was entertained. I was. I, I would. I would agree with you um, in the fact that it was whelming. Um, <laughs> I the marketing for it. I honestly forgot it was in Cleveland. I knew, like personally, it's Cleveland. <laughs> sorry, Cleveland. But personally, I know. You know, whenever this time comes up, I brought it up in the past on 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 previous shows. I know that the Super Bowl starts up a bivy of different events. So whether it's the Grammys, whether it's the All Star Game, different things come up each weekend following the Super Bowl when football is over, and CIAA, different things like that. So I knew All Star Weekend was coming up, but on Friday night when um, our partner from Charleston came up here, shout out to JB of High Star Hoops, High whenever Star he Hoops. came up here, um, we were watching like highlights from the Rising Stars game. And I was like, wait a minute, that's from this year? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I forgot that uh, they got the All-Star weekend this, this year. Okay. So, exactly. Yeah, it was it was very whelming for me, not over or under. Um, but moving right along, uh, 25 years ago, we had... Uh, of course, you and I were here on this earth, thank God. Amen. And we got to witness the NBA's 50 greatest players, and all of them having these uh, leather bomber varsity jackets, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Whatever they got inducted, <laughs> that's how much I remember it. But they added 25 more onto that thing, uh, to you know, indicative of the years as well. But mm-hmm. celebrating the 75th anniversary of the NBA, uh, they in true fashion released the NBA 75 team. We kind of went over it earlier when it was initially released um, and it, they all got honored. So uh, there was different highlights and stuff from the NBA 75 getting honored and stuff. Beautiful was ceremonies. They had beautiful, they had some great jackets with the, with the patches. There isn't too much hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good here. Yeah, I mean, and that's not an ad folks. Right. <laughs> but, uh, um, <laughs> So they had some great jackets with some with some NBA 75 patches on it. A couple of takeaways that I take from that. Uh, the Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, KG. Um, Reunion you know, makeup. If you call Kiss it and that. Makeup. Right. <laughs> and then also the other one was MJ challenging Magic Johnson, the other MJ, mm, to, to another the one-on-one. game of one-on-one and being dead serious about it. Uh, any takeaways from the actual ceremony or, and also, Shaq gave like a freaking 10-minute, yeah. 15-minute 
thank you speech to everyone he could while they were commentating. I was like, first I was like, where's this coming from? I got and I was a platform like, oh, yeah, and yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and use it. That. I was like, is this his Hall of Fame speech? Right. Like, what's going on? But um, so what was your takeaways from the from the ceremony itself for the NBA 75 team before we get into the into the list itself? So overall from the ceremony, I I, I enjoyed it. I, I know uh, it was unique to see uh, all of the players older and newer um, that were able to be there. The thing I didn't like that the guys who weren't there, but who recorded the videos doing a look around, like as if they were there with the eyes around and down and faking in back at the TV with the uh, full house. Oh, there's Brady a camera Bunch. there. Yeah. Yo, relax. Just, just take a picture. Like, Hey, I'm looking up and I'm looking over it. I'm looking down. I see you, you in the, digital land. You remember the Michael Jackson, um, black or white video. <laughs> <laughs> dog, yeah, dog, that was an L for me. It's like, that's a no for me, dog. Like, I didn't enjoy that. Sh- talking about Shaq, yo, this guy seems like he's really enjoying life right now. Bruh Absolutely. came out, threw the hooks, then gave like the extra, like, look at my tongue. Hey, I'm a cute dog. Okay, we get it, bro. And then he proceeded to yeah, <laughs> the tongue roll. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was at Super Bowl, though. Right, right when he did the uh, the tongue vibes. Oh, well, he did it at the All-Star, too. Oh, okay. When they called yeah, him Shaquille O'Neal, hooks, bung, and then oh, And then he proceeds <laughs> to shimmy onto the stage. I'm like, yo, you are too big for that, my guy. Relax. Like you said, he's having the time of his life right now. And a lot of those guys, <laughs> a lot of those guys that made the right decisions and right investments. Uh-huh. They have the opportunity to have the best time of their life. Some people, listen, some people. It's getting hard out there for no a shot, <laughs> Right. Um, no shot to my boy, Jared Smith. But some people that are veterans and retired out the game looking like Tim Duncan or Jared Smith. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and like I said, shout out to Jared Smith. I don't even want to put a spotlight on his outfit and stuff because there was nothing wrong with it. You know, it, you know, it looked like it came from Dick Sporting Goods or finished. Like but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with comfort. Like, like he said, like when you got bread like that, when what's you got the bread purpose, that long, bro? Like, exactly. I can't even hate and say that Black I, History Month eggs black. I, like, hey, I can't even say that I wouldn't be the guy who would when I make it big. Notice I just spoke that. You know and I'm saying when it happens. But no, like I'm not, I'm a, I'm aware of some nice stuff. I'm not gonna lie. I might pay it spinning. $4,000 on some shoes. But I'm also going to be the dude who's going to still be getting my Willie D's and, and, and paying, like, getting some regular joints, like, regular out of the store type, anything that's going to fit your boy. So, like, yeah, no, I get yeah. it completely. Bro was I'm not mad at him at all. Um, shout out to the, I think this might have been one of the first times that, like, a couple years ago, rest in peace to the great Mamba, we saw LeBron and Kobe embrace. Mm-hmm. This might have been one of the first times that we saw LeBron and Jordan publicly embrace and get to kind of have a little uh you know small conversation brief conversation with each other or whatnot so i think that was that was tight too this felt a lot to me like those of you who ever had the opportunity to go to uh an hbcu for homecoming or even your institution's homecoming it felt like the frats when they got back together, especially like listening yeah. to some of the Neos, listening to Michael Jordan, and then here come one of the other pro fights who's pretty good at, you know what I mean, being the outbrush, and then here comes Jordan. Yeah, look at this one right here. You know that dude think he's something. Where your sneakers at? Man, I'll take you one-on-one right. right now. And that's who Jordan is, that competitive nature. Bruh is almost 60-something years old at this point, and he's still, like, if they was really about that life, he was really going to be like, yo, give me some kicks real Let's quick. Go. Like, right. real life. 
But he exactly. He, well, let me leave that one off. Yeah. So nah, he was. <laughs> he really is just that competitive fight, and to see that it never leaves, man, that's a good look, man. Shout out to. Did the you goal. see? Did you see the TikTok where it was like I think no. MJ might have been <laughs> dapping up, or and they, you know how they repurpose TikToks on IG and stuff like that. But I think he might have been dapping up like Chris Paul or somebody. Well, I forget who it was. It was a younger star than Chris Paul, I want to say. But um, oh, it was Luca. It was Luca. He okay, kind of like okay. hugged him from from behind or like showed him some love. And then Carl Anthony Towns comes. And on the TikTok, it was like, you know how it has that fake voice on TikTok. It was like, Michael Jordan doesn't even know who Cat is. <laughs> <laughs> No, cat. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, man. Exactly. Now, listen, but exactly. overall, that part of it to see the camaraderie, to see the um, the legends. Yo, my dude Kareem Abdul-Jabbar seems like he's at that age where, because you know, like old people when they get to a certain old age, it's like, yeah, I don't really so much care what I say or do, so I'm gonna just say and do whatever I want to. Like they were like, all right, sir, we need you to stand here. I don't want to stand there. I want to lean over here. No, but we need you to stand right here, please. I just said I'm not. Okay, can we get him a chair? Your, <laughs> uh, to your point, to your point, because we, again, the illustrious uh, uh, institution on a hilltop high, Claflin University, one of the greatest homecomings consistently Ooh, every you year. You better talk that talk. Um, but, you know, we, we've seen it time and time again, of course, with the bros. You know, them older bros, yeah, nah, nah, I don't care about none of that. yeah. You well, dog, I mean? can I can I do you? Nah, you no. What? Get away from me. What do you do? Like they just care nothing about nothing. It's what they want and nothing else, bro. But along those lines, they're sitting there and they're supposed to be standing and people are taking pictures and stuff. He leaned over. He called somebody to bring him a chair. Then he's like talking trash. They laughing as uh, James Harden came out. I was like, yo, this is wild to me. Yo, yeah. I did not realize. Like I knew that he ain't getting no love. But after Kyrie sunned him like that, like they're really not rocking with James Harden in the league yeah. no more, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and that, that listen, yeah. We'll we'll just keep it at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like so let's let's. I was gonna say yeah. I'll, I'll keep it at that. Keep the cap. Any any words on the Celtics trio? The one of the first big, you know, one of the first revived big threes that we've seen in the league. Um, and kind of I first saw you know uh, when Ray Allen came out and. And uh, Paul Pierce, uh, KG, kind of got dubbed by him. But then I later saw a picture of all three of them. Somebody in PR or something must have got them all to get like, no, nah, look, um, y'all, Ray, y'all, Ray, y'all created history. Ray, can we can yeah. we talk for a second, Ray? We need you over here with <laughs> like, the guys. Can we get all of y'all with just one picture real quick? I mean, it doesn't have to be much. You know what I'm saying? Any any thoughts on that? Because we have frat brothers that we don't rock with. And, <laughs> and at homecoming, they don't get a depth from us. What up, bro? Hit him, hit him with the Donovan, Donovan Moten arm. <laughs> right. Like, nah, we ain't good. Nah, you, you know? good. Stay right there. I need my five feet before COVID. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, overall, it's, I mean, it's always love to see them boys return. I, I hated that they won that championship over us. But, you know, I'm not going to be bitter. KG, another Carolina kid. Ray Allen, another was, Carolina kid. And Ray kid. Allen. Exactly. Uh, that's, why, that's why my heart really hurts, Big Cliff. I don't want to see any dissension in the home come team. Come on, man. Sumter and Columbia. Come on, y'all. Stop playing come with on. it like that. Get right. And at the end of the day, they 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 seem like they because you know KG it, KG about that life. He is who he is and he ain't who he ain't. And he ain't gonna like, you know what I mean? He's not one of the ones that's gonna mince words or none of that. And so for him to be to that point where he's willing to take a picture with him, I feel like they're gonna be able to move past it and, and be cool with it. So yeah, shout out Absolutely. to them. Absolutely. Now as we jump. I wanna, 
I no was going to say, I, I, I wanted I wanted you to take my fault, the, no, the no. lead in this, and we could kind of keep it short. But as far as the 75 team, we had a bunch, you know, of course, a bunch of people voted on the 75 team. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith mentioned earlier that he was one of the people that voted on it. And what they did this year, after having the list itself, they actually ranked it. Um, the top 10 rankings was actually a point of, of contention and, of course, debate with a lot of sports shows and things like that. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to take the lead on this real quick, if Got you it. would. Um, I know that you had the top 10 up there. Any of your thoughts on there? And then I wanted to kind of wrap it up with where Kobe's ranked at. Okay. As a matter of fact, we can do both two birds with one stone. We'll go ahead and run the top 10 of the NBA 75th anniversary, 75 best players of all time. At number 10, Kobe Bryant. At number nine, Oscar Robinson. At number eight, Tim Duncan. At number seven, Larry Bird. Number six, Bill Russell. Number five, Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. Number four, Magic Johnson. Number three, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The number two player of all time, Mr. LeBron James. And the number one player is according to ESPN's 75th anniversary team, Michael Goat Jordan. As far as the top 10 for me primarily, I, I... I don't like, don't hate the order with one major distinction. Under nobody's stretch of anybody's imagination, can Kobe Bryant be the tenth best player in, in NBA history? Agreed. Agreed. At, I, I go ahead. At minimum, for me, five or six. Okay, so let's say six then. At minimum, for you, I can because do, to me, top I can live five with that. is solid. But go ahead. I can live with that with, with Wilt and and Magic and Kareem. I can live with that. I don't know if they just didn't want to put that many Lakers that close to the top five. Good point. Or, 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 or he, you know, we done laying a trophy. I don't know what rationale went into this. But Kobe Bryant was a better basketball player to me. I can't even say to me. Than Larry Bird. He well, was, all right. And I'll, I'll take it a step further with the people that we actually saw play. Tim Duncan is Mr. Fundamental. I love Tim Duncan and everything that he brought to the Spurs organization. Was the face of the organization, stayed with one team his whole career, as did Kobe Bryant. But, however, comma, pause. From the eye test, with what I saw in my lifetime, Kobe Bryant was a better player than Tim Duncan. And this is just all-around skills that I'm talking about. I'm not a sleeper on Tim Duncan. I'm not the novice at all. Whenever it comes to NBA, I know what I'm talking about when I've seen NBA players of my time. Mm-hmm. To your point, Larry Bird, I would throw that in there as well. Because Larry Bird was efficient when it comes to scoring and very cerebral. And, you know, I hate to even, it's Black History Month, so I hate to even like how, how uh, <laughs> commentators put that on, for real though, how commentators would put that on white quarterbacks and then yeah. uh, black quarterbacks, they'll say, oh, they've got these physical gifts and they've God-given gifts. I hate when people even put that on people. But Larry Bird was a very high IQ and very, very smart basketball player. Better than Kobe Bryant? No. I would not say so, no. Nah, that ain't no thing. And some people think that is blasphemous <laughs> for like what I really, really think about Larry Bird and that means I think there's some people that could usurp him in the top 10, but... Let's let's talk about it now, because like, like you said, even if you go back to your first argument with Tim Duncan, if you take Kobe Bryant and put him on those Spurs teams, he wins at least three championships. If you put Tim Duncan on those Laker teams that Kobe was a part of, 
I, I, they might get one. Maybe. It's almost like Tim Duncan's success, as much as it was a credit to him, you also got to credit Manu. You got to credit Popovich, mm-hmm. of course. But then you got to credit your Tony Parkers of the world. Um, but again, and, and your David Robinson, I would say. Yeah, he, you know, exactly. To, to he laid the foundation. Him. Yep. And to, right, and to bring, and to bring that mentorship to him. So, you know, yeah, yeah. When, whenever you start really, really getting into the meat and potatoes of that thing and really dissecting that argument, Kobe is over Tim Duncan to me. And, and if we're going to be real about it, right outside the top 10, you start getting into players like Shaq, KD. Now I get like KD still playing, so he's got time to move up, and I I honestly think he'll be a top ten player. But like some of the ones that they got at six through ten, six through eight or nine rather, because Kobe needs to be higher. You can easily put Hakeem, Durant, and Shaq in front of all of them. Like yeah. so, like I'm not sure what the parameters were that they used. Um, Steph at 16 seemed like a little bit of a stretch, but again, I think that's heavily dependent upon um, what we talked about earlier, him being the best choke artist of all times. So mm-hmm. if he's able to, if he is the reason that the, the gold, God, what's the name of the team? The Golden State <laughs> Warriors. Don't play with us, bro. Don't play with us, bro. Listen. Uh, yes, wow. Yes, I've been claiming them. I've been claiming them. <laughs> oh. There's a difference between claiming them and they being us, though. In case y'all missed that, my dog said, yo, don't play with us, the Golden State Warriors. Coming from Mr. Nick himself over here. Get out of here. Mr. Knickerbocker, yes. Yo, you know what I'm telling aunties? uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, aunties. uh, Not Snoop. Why do you want to say Snoop? What that man's name is? Um... Spike. Spike Lee. Good Lord. You couldn't get it out of either. Relax. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so like Steph, if he's the reason that they win this year... Then he will be higher on that list. Um, and I guess. if he had, if he had two of those NBA MV, finals MVPs, he's definitely higher. Uh, absolutely, without opinion. doubt. If he had two, he's without doubt higher. I think without with one, he mm-hmm. he was getting because even if he gets this one, I think he does. So um, for me, that's that that's where they are now. Again, as you go through the list, there's a lot of names on there who have opportunities to continue to move up. Um, you've got your your. Um, Antetokounmpo's of the world. You've got some other players who who are still out here. Um, now we talk about some of the names that were left off the list. And I know that when it came out in October, we talked about it. We're not going to continually to beat that dead and buried and decomposing horse. But there is no way that a list of the top seventy five oh, yes, players. <laughs> yeah, hey, we've now reached that time of the show. <laughs> there is no way that Dwight Howard should not be in the top seventy five players of the national basketball association there's no way possible bro there's no justification other than like uh, the, the morality clause oh he's a team cancer he was one of the most dominant figures in the paint in history you can say what you want to say about all of the jokiness and all of the off field or off the court antics and even him getting into it on the court with some of his players and and i will say that um he let Kobe take his heart when he and Kobe were teamed up and Kobe was like, yeah, now nah, I'm going to push this dude. Like Kobe bullied that dude. And that really, when he did not step up to that challenge, it absolutely shaped and reframed who he was in a lot of people's mind, but it never, ever, ever, ever should have taken away from what he was able to do prior to that. He didn't get a ring in his prime. So what? Charles Barkley ain't never got a ring period. 
What are you telling me? Moses, not Moses Malone, Carl Malone ain't never got one. The glove ain't never got one. Dan Marino's one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. He ain't never got one. What are you saying to me, bro? He got one. He's he's a Sam's Club version of Shaq. Guess what? That same argument is what people say about Kobe and Jordan, and that's why they feel sufficient and marking him as the tenth greatest player in history. That's that that's malarkey, and I'm not. I'm, I can't even eat it, bro. I'm allergic to it. You feel me? It don't digest well with my stomach, bro. <laughs> No, that's bull, man. He was dominant. This is this is why you're so upset, bro. This you gotta understand, <laughs> audience. During Big Cliff's matriculation, and quite possibly his personal best era ever as a person in Orangeburg, <laughs> whether it was matriculating at South Carolina State or Claflin University, he had the opportunity to witness Dwight Howard in his prime. So while the bet the the best music was at, at that time that you listened to the best sports exactly the best club the best club <laughs> moments the best events um you know what I'm saying with the ladies if you will or with the fraternity bruh the peak of the my so he reminds me of the peak sports. of my life is what it is exactly bro. <laughs> And you can't get over it. <laughs> no, because honestly, around that same time, LeBron was coming to his own. LeBron was being LeBron and becoming LeBron, and you know, and that was his hype. Kobe Bryant was the greatest player on the court at on any given night. We right. there was a lot of good so basketball. At that, right during that era, to me, you had your LeBrons, your D Wade's, your Carmelos, mm-hmm. and your Dwight Howards that were all kind of skill wise. They weren't touching Kobe. Kobe, again, was at a different level where he was entering that Mamba mentality. Mm -hmm. And they all battled against one another crazy. So, and and, and Dwight Howard made a name for himself and and Orlando Magic at that time. I will give him that. But you might have won a lot. You might have won a little bit too much money on 2K back then, perhaps, (laughs) with gambling. And you probably played with the Magic. And, and just throwing it down in a hole every time. <laughs> Jameer <laughs> Nelson to, to <laughs> Exactly. There's no way. Yeah, bro, because you're too passionate about this argument. Nah, listen, because at the end of the day, is he jokey? And again, we beat this horse. It, listen, I'm tired of beating the horse. Is he jokey? Absolutely. Possibly. I don't know the man, but that's what seems to be the current the like the consensus thought. But you have to respect him. Coach K. I don't like nothing coming out of Duke. Like Zion was got an exception because again, he told me no, he wouldn't come and play for me at South Carolina State. But the rest of it is like everything else coming out of Duke, no. But I respect Coach K as one of the greatest coaches to ever coach basketball, point blank. Because his accolades stand for themselves. This man is, is a first ballot Hall of Famer, and he's not one of the 75 top players. I could even on the outside see a little bit of why they may have excluded Clay, especially with regards to his last two years. And, and but he, in my opinion, should be in that top seventy-five. It, there were a lot of snubs, but none greater than Dwight Howard. Like if I was this dude, at some point, I'm just like, yo, somebody got to come fight me. Like I, I don't know what I got to do for my respect, but I got to I got to get it back so y'all can quit trying me out here in these streets. Oh, and and if y'all thought that he was big mad when the list first came out. I know it. <laughs> I know that he was tight this past weekend. <laughs> Listen, and he couldn't, oh, uh, because he, of course, he's not an all star. And so he's seeing all them boys, oh, like, I'm better than that. If I dude. was Dwight, I'm better than that dude. Big Cliff, 
if I was Dwight, I would have went right to Men's Warehouse and I would have pulled the Chad Ochocinco <laughs> and made my own <laughs> NBA 75th jacket and put a patch on it. Hey, man, who got a 3D printer real quick? I need y'all to do me something. <laughs> yeah, nah, dog. There's No, he's he's got a... Oh, man. Do, what will it take? And is there even a possibility at this point for him to regain his respect in the league, you think? Uh, he could... Listen, stick around. Eat your Brussels sprouts and your vegetables. And in 25 more years, maybe we'll sneak you into that hundred. All right. You know what? If he's not in a hundred, you know who's, but you know what? Guess what? You know who needs not to be in the 1000, the uh, great value, Stephen Curry boy. You, I heard, and I meant to mention it about the, when he was talking, when you're talking about the three point contest, I don't know what it is. Like, I like his, I like what he's, yeah, I like what he's supposed okay. to be. But there's just something that ain't there for me with him. I agree. I agree. And the, see, the thing is, the storyline and that picture that he got, who was the picture with whenever he was younger? It might have been with Steph or, or CP3 or something. I think it was CP3, yeah. When he was a little kid. So, like, even that, like, that kind of feeds to the narrative of your support, like an entitlement thing almost. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, they calling me. Ah, yeah, I'm ah. the next one. I went to Oklahoma and I did. Yo, stop it, bro. You're. Right. You too right. inconsistent. You the some, shots not there. Exactly. You like the the leadership capabilities. Like I don't see me like, listening to this dude. We're on the ground. We're on the floor. We're in the trenches. He'd be like, "Listen, man, y'all got to come on because we gonna do this, man. Come real, because I, I I I'm telling y'all that's what we gonna do. So let's get fired up, y'all. Come on. Love, like nah, bro. <laughs> I love some ice tray hate, but because <laughs> last year in the postseason he was able to kind of shun off you know the Julius Randall Knicks and and all of them and. Let's it was be the real. Knicks. I was just about to say, honestly, and that's my squad. Let's be real. Everybody else plays better in Madison Square Garden than the Knicks. So when he did that, and then of course the the person spitting on him and all of that stuff, right, it was right. kind of made for him right. to kind of do hand his served. thing. Yeah, right, bro. So I, I agree with you. I agree. So yeah. He's, he's got a lot more to prove. Let's just, I'll put it that way. I'll say it optimistically. He's got a lot more to prove. Somebody said in uh, one of the announcers, it might've been uh, Dwayne who, uh, when they were talking and he's like, okay, and Curry is this, and, da, 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 da. and here goes the man who might go to the, to be the next him. I was like, no, stop it. Don't set that dude up. Yeah. Don't set yourself up. Don't set whomever be, be listening to this lie up. Stop it. Get help. See, <laughs> see. Harold Miner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. We done been here, bro. Relax. Stop it. So, yeah, no, like, nah, he's not there. So that's going to wrap us up for the NBA. It's time for a little bit of football. Our NFL scores are non-existent. Are non-existent today. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm, nope. gonna, I'm yeah. cutting the music off, man. I don't, All right. I'm hurt about that, bro. Like, we really ain't got no football, man. In other news, did you hear about Thank the you. NFL? Yeah, I'm just going to move forward. In it. The NFL and the XFL have worked out an agreement that will allow them to test new rules, materials, and protocols in the XFL uh, for future NFL growth. Uh, what are your thoughts about that, man? They kind of, they, now they did say, mention that they were, would not be sharing personnel information, player, anything. So it's not going to be like a minor league. But they will be working on like review statuses and different equipments, helmets, pads, anything that they're thinking about and considering um, moving forward. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, you know, it it's cool. I don't 
I don't feel either way about it. I, <laughs> I, I always, um, I'm accepting of kind of some of these, you know, innovative things and stuff like that to try to change up or improve the the product and stuff like that on the field. But, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't hate it, put it like that. I don't hate it. Here's who I got to give a shout out to. And as a matter of fact, this is going to be our impromptu I Got Money segment for the week. You ever seen the show Ballers on HBO? Indeed, I have. Shout out to The Rock. This dude went in the show, for those of you who may not be familiar with it, I ain't seen it past like season two or three. But The Rock is a former player who wants to go and own a team in the NFL. He works as an agent for a little while, and he's razzle-dazzle making some moves, and he's like, you know what? I'm about to build a team. And when they tell him, no, you can't build a team, he's like, oh, I want to go ahead and buy a team. He's like, oh, for real? Y'all not going to let me do it? Cool. I'm going to just go ahead and just buy one anyway and move it to the city I want to do. In real-life fashion, The Rock said, you know what, Vince McMahon, you tried the XFL twice. It failed both times, one season each time. Don't worry about it. Me and my boys got this. <laughs> Let me get that up Let off here. <laughs> and in the first year, he was, even though small, he has already built an established partnership with the National Football League. That alone shows the clout that he has. Not to mention that they then say, hey, well, since you know we're working with you and we're going to let the XFL get this new stuff, you can't come to the Super Bowl real quick and be on field talking about nothing really and just introduce some teams real quick. Because it really could have been Al Michaels up in the booth saying it. And we've got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Rams. Clap, clap, clap. Let's play some football. But no. Welcome. The Rock has finally. Yo, bro, you're not in the ring right now. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but literally. Right. It was just the opportunity for him to get some clout and show his big ball head. And now the boy got a whole partnership out of it. I think it has the potential to grow. I think that it starts with rules. And then it starts with jerseys and then it starts with pads and helmets. Then it goes to reviews. Then it goes, well, you know, we've got some coaches we can groom. Let's go ahead and send them to you guys. You know, we've got these players that don't want to necessarily play college ball, but we got this rule where they got to be out of high school two years. You mind if they come kick it with y'all real quick in the XFL? Y'all can pay them a couple hundred thousand. Um, we can get some grant, get some uh, some good information on them, groom them up. Hey, we can think about this new style of team. You know, you might as well go ahead and be our affiliate. Bum. Now we got a minor league football team, a minor league football league. League. I can see. I, I um to to that point, there was a lot of people last week that was like, "Well, why is the Rock there and this and that and this <laughs> and that?" And honestly, I think you know the ink dried a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And again, to your point, this was kind of the the PR move to kind of ease that ease that announcement, in other words, out there. And mm -hmm. the people that are paying attention and really could see what's going on can see what's going on. Exactly. You know, the casual fan may not, but you can you can tell or whatnot. Them, them dots connecting themselves out here in these streets, man. Right. Speaking of dots connecting, your boy Aaron Rodgers, man. <laughs> he, I've got he, it pulled up. Go ahead. <laughs> he posted this extra long Instagram post um, that seemed real cryptic. And, it, and if I'm not mistaken, the picture of it was the one where um, two of his teammates left a spot open where he normally stands on the sideline during or, or during the national anthem for games. Almost to say like, oh, it was during the time he was injured. And so they left the spot open saying, hey, Aaron, you're not here with us, but you're here with us. And then he posts the cryptic long message about how be thankful he is and all of that. 
And a lot of people kind of drew the conclusion that, yo, is he saying like, yo, I'm up out of here? But then, of course, he went and refuted it later saying how he was just coming out of a cleanse, 12-day cleanse, man. What are your thoughts about it, man? You think he was um, trying to get one off and, you, and, and walking it back? Right. Well, first, it, the post itself, it had a, a number of different pictures, including his ex-fiance. Um, so, and this is, I, I'm not going to be offended at all, but do you want me to, to run through the post or, or not? Go ahead. Okay. So and I'm going to read it a little bit quickly. So I need y'all to listen real quick. I need y'all to listen real fast for me out there. And um, Wait, you want to read the whole thing? Nah, I'm going to go over it real quick, All but right. it pretty much starts off. Here's some Monday night gratitude for some of the incredible special people, incredibly special people in my life with some pictures from the last beautiful year. First, he goes on to acknowledge Shailene Woodley. Uh, Thanks for letting me chase after you the first couple months that we met. Uh, la, la, la. I think he wants her back. Uh, Baby, then he goes back. to the men, <laughs> to the men that I got to share the quarterback room with every day. Matt Nathaniel, Matt Nathaniel, Luke, Jordan Love and Kurt Bankert. You guys made every day so much fun, and I'm so grateful for the daily laughs and the stress relief to the Friday crew. And they goes on to name them, uh, and Randall Cobb included. I loved every moment that we got to spend together this year. Your love and support was overwhelming, and I cherish the friendships uh, that to have with each of you. To my teammates, past and current, you are the icing on the beautiful cake that we call our job football. The friendships that we have all uh, that we have will transcend our collective time in this game. And I'm thankful for the role that each of you have played in making my life that much better. I love you guys and cherish the moments that memories that we've made to everyone else. Spread love and gratitude. You beautiful people and read a book once in a while too, while you're at it, love and peace. Now I've gone through fast, big cliff um, as recently as in January. And it does put you in a place of gratitude. You get to reflect a lot, but let's call the spade a spade. All right. <laughs> Once he got called out on the on the carpet for for this post, it, it's nothing but a goodbye and a farewell post, if not anything, at least to Green Bay. Um, you know, again, through the clarity that he's received from fasting or his cleanse. I believe, again, that he was sending out that message and putting out an official kind of a PR thing, not to mention, let me start it off with the Shailene Woodley thing so that just in case, baby, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm a millionaire out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm Come saying, what home. city you in? I'm coming to where right. you at. <laughs> Trying to and, see what um, that might be like. I think all of us kind of see him eat. It's been over 10 years since he's won a, a Super Bowl, I want to say. I think that he wants to try and get one one more time, of course. Uh, you know, yeah. I see that. I see him going to... Uh, it doesn't matter where I see him going to, but yeah, I think that nah, this talk that talk, talk that talk. I see him going to San Fran, of course, going back to the Bay, mm. going back to the West Coast. Um, but this definitely, this message was definitely cryptic and sending uh, a message out there of you know farewell Packers. Absolutely, and that's all that I got from it. Um, I hear what he said when walking the back with your with his boy on the TV show, on the radio show, or whatnot, and. Nah, bro, miss me with that, man. <laughs> and, and and it's cool. Like my thing is, bro, if you're gonna be the dude who's gonna say what you're gonna say, say what you're gonna say. Don't walk Stand it back. It. Yeah. yeah, right, wrong, and different. Go and be that dude, man. Don't don't. Well, no, what I actually meant this time was nah, bro. Like you know what you meant, and you know what you said. So let that thing ride. All right. So that is going to do it for Aaron Rodgers. The only other thing I wanted to talk about was a little bit with some of this um, NFL franchise tag so we know that 
Uh, as we progress closer to April's draft, uh, free agency is going to hit hard after March, as well as some of the some of these teams locking in some players. So um, we've had a chance to both of us look over the free agency um, listing, if you would, on some of the potential tags. Who kind of stands out to you as a, a player that might get tagged? Um, before, well, outside of the Green Bay Packers' very own mm-hmm. uh, Devontae, mm-hmm. I also am looking at Cordero. Um as far as from Atlanta, excuse mm-hmm. me, Cordell Patterson, mm-hmm. but um, and he had a know, really great he, season this year. I would see why they would. He he right. was really what a lot of teams, New England included, expect him to have been with being a threat at the wide receiver position to be able to be doing kick returns to be dynamic at the wide at the running back position. Uh, he was a RB top five for the in fantasy for the majority of the season. I actually had him on my squad, so I could definitely see that so, being a good tag fit. Um, that's the two that I have before you or while you give yours. Um, I also want to know, are you a fan of the franchise tag? Yes, because it gives players the opportunity to get that money. Um, the lowest, if you want to talk about per position, um, I think is like at the kicker punter position where they get five million dollars per year. Uh, and this, and if you compare that in contrast to what a quarterback who might get franchised by his team would get. $29,703,000. Uh, they ain't a little bit of bunny. <laughs> let me get a hundred K of that. Let Bro, me let me hold it. Jump, you know what I'll mean? just get jump started in my, yeah. And so, oh, another, my fault, another one that I wanted to sneak in there is Chris Godwin, but go ahead. Mm, yeah, I hope he don't so he can come to us. But um, I think, of course, sticking at home with the Panthers, I would not be surprised to see Hassan Reddick. Um, I know that that was one that the, that the article mentioned. Uh, we are like a hiccup away from being thin at the outside and inside linebacker position uh, with Luke Keekley retiring a couple of years ago. And then um, just some injuries through the years. And I, we need Hassan back. Um, now I know the, it, he signed like a one year deal and went off and it was like, yeah, not nah, saying it and then came back. So hopefully he's at least wanting to be in Carolina long-term uh, but he's already running chase the money once. Hopefully we can avoid that getting wrapped up and see him um, coming back this year as well. Um, so, yeah, definitely as we get ready to get into the offseason, although there's no direct on the field football right now, we are excited for the offseason. I'm, I'm really interested in seeing what happens with the Deshaun Watson situation, uh, him being recently um, re- permitted, required, demanded to be deposed for nine of the 22 cases um, is first step towards something. It's none, none of the nine have filed any criminal um, lawsuits, but they have all nine been deposed. And so he will now have that opportunity to state his case and have that in, entered into admission uh, or as evidence for that. And then kind of see where that case goes from there, because they can trade him in this offseason anytime after the March 16th um, year in year begins, league year begins. And so they have that option to be able to trade him. It's just what teams are going to want to trade him, not knowing mm-hmm. what that situation is going to be resolved for. So um, shout out to just the off season and how it's an, a little bit of an uncertain time, but we're excited to see 
what's going to be able to come from it. Now, if you have a situation in your life that you're uncertain of and in regards to how much insurance you have, we got a guy that can help you get that taken care of. My guy Grant Williams down with Farm Bureau Insurance in Columbia, South Carolina, wants to help you be certain about all of your auto, home, life, and health insurance needs. Now, you can get a hold of Grant by giving him a call at 803-699-7564, extension 2, or you can email him at grantwilliams at scfbins.com. That's S Grant Williams at scfbins.com. So, yeah, shout out to my dog, keeping folks safe and helping them with all of their insurance needs out here in these streets. So make sure you let him know Big Cliff sent you and he'll get you taken care of. At this time, it's time for Big Deal, No Thing. That's a big deal. Nah, that ain't no thing. Well, we talk about some sports headlines and then tell you if it's a big deal or not a thing. First up, LeBron self-proclaims his greatness with a post. <sighs> One thing I found about LeBron James in his latter years is that he's in really comfortable in L.A. He's comfortable in saying certain things that... Uh, Cleveland LeBron wouldn't have been able to get away with and <laughs> and not even Miami LeBron could have probably I was about to say, gotten Miami away. Miami LeBron tried to get away with some 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 cocky things. Not two, not things. three, not four, right, not five. He, he learned quickly, yeah. <laughs> LA LeBron is real comfortable in who he is. He's like, yo, I'm finna be out of here. He recently released, well, first of all, let's, st- let's start here and then and we'll jump into it. Big deal or no thing that LeBron has self-proclaiming oh, his... Hey, I know I ain't got the answers. We're getting ready to get the answers. We're going to proclaim himself, or self, LeBron self-proclaims his greatness with a post. Big deal, no thing. It's a big deal for me, man. That's a big deal. I'm going the other way? Nah, that ain't no thing. Why you say, bro? <clears throat> whenever anybody, happy Black History Month, but when everybody, <laughs> whenever anybody um, that practices martial arts proclaims themselves a real ninja, then they're 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 displaying <laughs> some insecurities about themselves. So that's the only reason I say a big deal. Uh, is like, do you feel like you know? Again, how long are you going to be feeling like you're not getting the, the respect you deserve, Rodney Dangerfield? Wow. LeBron, I can't get LeBron, any respect. LeBronny Dangerfield. LeBronny. <laughs> you know what you. You get one for that, bro. That's shout out to you. Thank you, thank you. I'm here all night, fellas. I'm here all night. I, I say it's no thing, dog, for me, simply because you're LeBron James, man. We know who you are, bro. Like every once in a while, you got a flex, and I get exactly. it. You got a little stunt, but simmer down, bro. You still the number two player of all time, which is a big deal. If you think about how many players have played in the National Basketball Association, and Past you are present. two, like and still playing, and still playing. Now I don't think he's gonna ever get number one, but. Now, if LeBron messes around and wins three more championships and then bring Bronny on and then plays with Bronny and wins a championship with Bronny, I might have to consider him. That's asking a whole lot, though, but... It's asking an immovable mountain type of a lot. But if he manages to accomplish that, then that that elevates him to GOAT status for me. But anything short of that? Nah, you good at number two. Park yourself right there, bro. (laughs) Next up, Jawan Howard is suspended by the Big Ten for the rest of the regular season for the post-game mix-up against Wisconsin. Big deal or no thing? I'm not... All right, let me me pull out Hedgy Murphy real quick. The situation was a big deal. Yo, yo, relax. This is big deal or no thing. This is not kind of a big deal or sort of big deal. All right, big deal. (laughs) 
That's a big deal. And I'm going the other way. No, no. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Why do you say it's a big deal? Um, just again from the situation as a whole, uh, and it happened during Black History Month, but <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'm to a lot of the sportscasters' credit, I'm glad that he didn't get. Uh, lose his job or get suspended right. for the rest of the entire season, like including the postseason. Mm-hmm. But, you know, these last couple of games, I'm not sure where Michigan stands at and everything with the big dance, but yeah, I would imagine that. <laughs> yeah, they're good. <laughs> I want to say Joe Lenardi has them as, as his, yeah. one of his first four out. But, Got you. Yeah, so I just because just of the situation itself and, the, again, the potential melee – the black eye that it puts on on Jawan Howard's uh, career at Michigan. That's the only reason I, I really call it a big deal. And is it even really a black eye? At the end of the day, this guy is... Now, had he been the coach at a different institution? Possibly. But, but because he was a part of the Fab Five at Michigan, his legacy is concreted regardless. I said it's not a thing for several reasons. For those of you who may have missed it, in a recent uh, regular season game between Wisconsin and Michigan rivals, they were at Michigan, uh, Wisconsin's coach decided that with about 14 seconds left in the game, he wanted to call a timeout to allow his backups the chance to get in the game. Uh, and I get it. You're at home. It's one of the end of the, end of the last games of the season against a big rival in conference. You want uh, your starters to be able to get the love of coming out in a big victory. I get it. It's cool. Boom. He calls the timeout, lets the, lets the second string go in. Then they go to inbound the ball and can't get – and they're getting some pressure and unable to do so. So he calls another timeout, which then allows him the opportunity to advance the ball. At some point, sportsmanship, when you are up by the margin that they would, and I don't know the exact numbers. I want to say it was like 18 at that point. Um, at some point, you just let the clock ride. If your guys are on Division One scholarship for your team and they are the second string and cannot advance the ball in an 18-point victory with less than 10 seconds, you need to just go ahead and take that L and let the, not even the L, take your right. dub by 16 and, and let it ride. Don't you, don't you don't do certain things like that just to be able to save face. And so naturally, your, your team and Jawan Howard, your team has taken a, a tough loss. You're ready to go through. So in the walk-by line or the handshake line, which, and honestly, I'm like, yo. Over it. Over it, bro. What is the purpose? Like, there are some who, it would be ludicrous to take away the handshake. Like, yo, bro, I don't even want to touch you when I win. Bro, it's COVID out here in these streets. I done lost. Let me go about my business. So Jawan Howard just kind of was prepared fully to just do a blow by and so he says all right i'll remember that and just going on and the wisconsin's coach grabbed him stopped him physically impeded his progress and said hold on no i want to explain no hold on you can explain what you want don't touch me and that's exactly what if there's multiple views now the espn and the primary view that was shown makes it look a lot worse for Jawan. but when you look at the local tv station i forget the affiliate's name but when you look at their footage it very clearly shows that Jawan Howard was just literally not even looking down at Buddy, physically, literally, not looking down at Buddy, said what he said and was getting ready to move when Buddy did a nice little two-stay up in front of him and stopped him and impeded his progress. At this point now, I done lost. You done tried me and, and really been trying to play my players out here. Nah, I ain't got no words for you. And you gonna put your hands on me? You lucky all you got was a mush. And I think that was what really saved him um, they mentioned and we said in the headline that he was um, suspended for the remainder of the regular season. It's five games. 
And it was the um, it w- it wasn't even the coach that called the the head coach that received the mush. Yeah, no, it was one of the other ones. But the head coach was instigating, and he was the one that was popping, and he started the whole thing. Now I'll be interested. I, I've not heard anything yet as to date, uh, and we're recording, of course, two 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 twenty two twenty two two on a regular Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, and this is Carolina Sports Talk with your man, Big Cliff, DJ High Star. You're listening to us on your favorite podcast app. Make sure next time you tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. Uh, it's not that it was just like. with the You were saying with the coach himself. Right. Like, it wasn't what? that the coach, the second coach who got it deserved to get mush. But you just like, nah, get out my face. You done saw what your mm-hmm. head coach did. It, it, it's, it's just, nah, let me be. Let me ride. And of course, the players are going to, and I get it that you want to make an example and be that, but they grown. They know what it is. So that's why yeah. I say it's not a thing because it's five games. Get out of here. As we move forward with big deal, no thing, Brian Flores hired as senior defensive assistant and linebackers coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big deal or no thing? In Black History Month. <laughs> that's a big deal. No, bro. I wasn't, listen, that wasn't my answer, man. Oh, uh, well, uh, nah, that ain't no thing. I'm saying what? that's a big deal. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Because, I, I, again, <laughs> it's, 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 it's left up to interpretation once you hear our explanations on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If, if y'all see it as a big deal or no thing. But, again, I think this is the league along, this is the league as a whole trying to save face. You're finding a spot for Brian Flores. And for those reasons, you might people might see that as a big deal, but this is just the NFL being the NFL politics as usual. During Black History Month, this man needs to be a head coach. And again, I don't know if people interpret that and see that as a big deal then because of the way I'm saying that, but I see it as no thing as far as this is not this is not any kind of uh, this isn't any kind of accomplishment or any kind of Thing that we could tip our hat to and everything like that this move is it an accomplishment no is it gonna mean trouble for the afc north absolutely you just said it yourself why it's a big deal he is absolutely a head coach caliber individual the knowledge the experience and the talent that he has as a coach as a coach and now you have that at one of your lowest, I want to say lowest, at one of your most direct hands-on positions, not to mention one of a position of need for that franchise. So now you hit him back with Minka Fitzpatrick back there, uh, and you got him to be able to coach that player and that squad like that, not to mention be able to contribute and be eyes and ears away from certain areas that Mike Tomlin himself, he's literally an extension of Mike Tomlin now that very easily I could see him climbing through those ranks. And if Mike decides, hey, my team wins the Super Bowl next year uh, with Deshaun Watson at quarterback, I'm going to go ahead and retire. I, who's to say that Mike Flores doesn't instantly in that moment climb Brian into that? Excuse me. Back on the mic thing. I don't know why I want to call this man Mike. Brian Flores doesn't move simply into an opportunity from there. So there's a lot of potential and a lot of plus positive for the Pittsburgh Steelers with that hire. So overall, it's a good hire. I think it means a lot for his case that, hey, I'm st- I'm still in the league. You see folks still want me. So I, I think it's That's a good, good point. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what our boy b Easy is going to say. Yeah. You know what? We might have to get him to hit us up and, and drop us an email or a little, little note about what he thinks about that because, you know, his Steelers, man, I think it's a good look for them. 
Last up on Big Deal No Thing, the Lady Gamecocks of South Carolina beat the Tennessee Volunteers 65-53 to in senior night. Big deal or no thing that the Gamecocks continue to roll? No thing. No thing. thing. <laughs> now, I don't know. Listen, let's, let's for integrity of journalism, uh, you got the score here in the notes is 67-53. I'm not, the, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to be the police, bro. I don't like 12. I'm sorry. But <laughs> yeah, Krispy Kreme dreams. <laughs> make that distinction. But nah, it's no thing for me. And I'll explain why. Nah, that ain't no thing. That's a big I'm a, deal. I'm going to get this a double big deal, oh and I'll tell you God. why. That's a big deal. Go ahead. Why I, miss no those big, I, I miss those days, big clip, where you'd be like, you know what, DJ Highstar, you're right. And this is why. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you are going against everything I'm saying. But yeah, to me, it's business as usual. And it's senior night as well. Yeah. Uh, shout out to your boy. Uh, I want to say my man, James. Shout out to him. But yeah, I... It's it's not a it's not a it's no thing, man. It's no thing. Business as usual for the lady Gamecocks. So yeah, I agree. Um, with regards to the gameplay, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't really as competitive as the fourteen point victory stated. The reason that this is a big deal for me is just because, as you just mentioned, it was senior night, and my dog Jonathan Hampton, man, has oh, been a graduate. I'm sorry, bro. Has been a graduate assistant with the South Carolina Gamecocks, Lady Gamecocks for the last two years, and he was recognized uh, at halftime during this performance. Um, and it meant a lot to see a cat who I, I watched grow up, uh, who's always been a, a dynamic young man, strong, um, really intelligent, really mature for his age, always just a, a dope kid, man. Um, to see him out on the floor with, with Don Staley and see how much she really loved him uh, and to see the players to, to cheer and bounce and jump like they did for my dog. So that's why this was a double big deal for me. Shout out to Jay Hamp, man. I like um, I like what you did there, but I think that was just constituted as one big thing then because it was business as usual as far as the gameplay. But I like what you did there, Big Cliff. That Shout out to Jonathan. Yeah, that's my dog, man. Low talented fella right there. So that's going to wrap us up for Big Deal No Thing. Next up, we have Nothing to Do With Sports by my man, DJ Hotstar. I was going to ask, bro, did you want to give anything else on the rom-com, or was that just your early Nothing to Do With Sports? Yeah, that was the early, uh, early, too early to talk about it. (laughs) Nothing to Do With Sports. Yo, again, y'all go for, I'm telling you, y'all will not be sorry. Go check out Marry Me, Marry Me. (laughs) It's a good movie, bro. Like from like you would think like it's one of those ones where oh I seen the commercial I seen the movie like no, it's it's the return of rom coms bro it's like that man let's go let me give you a Kanye but, <laughs> not the straight face <laughs> right um and while we're talking about different shows and stuff like that while we're on nothing to do with sports real quickly Kanye's documentary is out genius um I believe that uh, it's a three part trilogy that's on Netflix y'all check that out man. Really brought tears out of your boy, DJ Highstar. Rest in peace to uh, Don DeWest. But my official nothing to do with sports this week is uh, brought to you and comes from one Atlanta female rapper, Amaretta the Great, who recently dropped a track, Sorry Not Sorry, and stirs up a conversation about the real Atlanta. So in her song, she goes on to kind of, it's a very catchy kind of hook or cadence to the song where she says um, different parts of the outskirts of Atlanta or the the, the city, uh, the, the different towns that are outside of the 285 loop. So she's like, you know, um, College Park is not Atlanta. 
you know, Decatur is not Atlanta. Northside is not Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So Lithonia is not Atlanta. Right, right. So <laughs> in, in general, um, the song itself has gone viral, of course. Uh, people will point out the irony that she um, that she shot the um, she shot the video in Cobb County, which is to her not Atlanta. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna talk about y'all who not in Atlanta as I film my video where y'all live. <laughs> so also um, with that, it's really calling out other kind of artists, if you will. Um, you know, people like the Migos. They're from Lawrenceville, uh, Two Chains, and Monica. They're all from College Park, Ludacris, Two Chains, and Monica, Outcast, even representing East Point, Donald Glover representing Stone Mountain. In her, you know, um, from what she's saying, these people are not Atlanta. They fake so, claiming. Ex- so again, Carolina, y'all know this is Carolina sports talk. So let's get in the Carolina sports talk talk back, and we I might have to get Big Cliff to get us a graphic. But it had me thinking, y'all. All right, me and Big Cliff and myself. My, myself by way of New York, but Big Cliff and myself are both from Charleston, the Charleston area. 843, baby. Let's go. All right. So we had the 843. And, and when, we, when we get to college, the thing is, when we get to college and we start <laughs> matriculating in college, a lot of people, it, they just be lazy. They're lazy and they just throw out the name of the big city that's most adjacent to where the they're closest from. thing to okay? where they're from. So, so, so if talk your talk, King. Bro, if you're from Hugie. Or if you're from, you know what I'm saying, somewhere, Hollywood, you might just say, yeah, I'm from Charleston. I'm from Charleston. So this had me thinking. You got Charlotte that we're in right now, okay? Mm-hmm. You got you got Charleston. We got Columbia, of course. And then I want to call out Greenville and Spartanburg, all my Greenville natives and Spartanburg mm-hmm. natives, and the PD County. Shout out to Be Easy. But I want to call out the PD County, whether it's Florence, um, you know, Darlington, anywhere out there. I want y'all to make y'all own version <laughs> of Amaretta's song, if you will, and drop in Carolina Sports Talk. You know, if you're if you're from so and so, it's not this. So, Big Cliff, off off the cuff, can you give me any examples that that you can think of, whether it's Charleston or another area, say Columbia or the Upstate or whatnot, that you could think of that people claim. And it's, it's, it's really not what they say. Since we're going to talk on it, and since you've given me the invitation, <laughs> I might as well <clears throat> go on here and talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Charleston, South Carolina is Charleston. North Charleston, downtown, Mount Pleasant, West Ashley. That's Charleston. Allow me to repeat myself. May I have your attention, please? And it's very easy. North, north, south, south, east, and west. west. It is point blank, dead on serious. Walterboro is not Charleston. (laughs) You know know what I'm saying? Ravenel is not Charleston. You see what I'm saying? Monk's Corner. Monk's Monk's Corner Corner is not Charleston. Somerville (laughs) is not Charleston. (laughs) This is what I'm telling you now. Now, there's going to be some folks who are not going to like me for this one. Hanahan is not Charleston. You heard me? I said what I said, bro. Like they're like I, I I ain't never, whoo! <laughs> I've but never ever ever. Hanahan is not Charleston, bro. I understand that they're in completely encompassed by the city of North Charleston. Dumb boy is not Charleston. James Island, y'all not Charleston. Johns mm. Island, y'all not Charleston. Kiowa, Seabrook, Walmart. I shoot it. 
Shooting gunshots. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that I was gonna do such so, emotion. But how about this? I saw a list on social media today that said that West Ashley wasn't Charleston. I was like, you sound dumb. You sound like a person Dang. who's not educated with geographic. The city of Charles, Charlestown, was founded in West Ashley. Charlestown Landing, the place that they first established settlements in the city of Charleston in 1690, was in west of the Ashley when they came up the Ashley River. I'm trying to tell you about it now so all of y'all, rest of y'all Charleston folks can go ahead and show the West some love. That's all I'm saying. Mm. You ain't see, you now, ain't know you was getting ready to open up this ether. <laughs> I really didn't. I really did. Because I was going to say now, some people, they're from such a small town that the biggest city or the closest to them is another smaller town, mm-hmm. let's say, where we've lived at for a while, Orangeburg. Is there any quick ones that you could think of from Orangeburg? Uh, Nieces, not Orangeburg. Mm. <laughs> Cordova, not Orangeburg. North, not Orangeburg. <laughs> Roseville, not Orangeburg. Branchville, not Orangeburg. You heard me? <laughs> oh, man. Listen, oh, they don't man. want it, bro. Like, And I'm not a country boy by anybody's stretch of imagination. I got a lot of family from the country, so I get it. Like, Ain't nothing out there. And so <laughs> they just really don't want to even be... Now, I can't say they don't want to be claiming it, but if when you go to a major part, like even with the schools, like I would go to Boston and, and New York and Virginia, D.C., representing Claflin, they'd be like, so what school are you from? Claflin University. And back then, we were such a small... We had such a small profile. They'd be like, where is that? Oh, it's next mm-hmm. to South Carolina State University. Oh, right. and okay, I've heard of that one. And so that's still pro- claiming Claflin. All day, every day. But right. proximity matters. And so I get how and why the small things, but it's the ones who, well, I got family there. I got family on the moon, cuz that don't mean I'm like, I'm claiming that, you know what I mean? I'm from out space, bro. Like, what are you telling me right now? No, that, now, no. Now, if you're, I wanna ask you this real quick too, because I wanna wrap up soon. But if your granny lived somewhere and you visited your granny frequently, does that count as you being from there? Nah, that ain't no thing. (laughs) Screw it up. No. With our listeners, though, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That's like me saying, yo, I'll talk like this because I be around high store. I ain't from New York, but my dog from there, so I might as well claim it, too. You know how jokey that sound? Very. I be up there all the time. Nah, my grandma stays up in New York, in the Bronx, and so, you know what I mean? I just be up there in summer, so I might, that's just like I'm from there. No, you from Charleston. Relax. Sit down. Simmer down. Listen, and if you, so I saw a graphic or um, a meme or whatnot. It was a graphic, really. It was a tweet that was screenshotted that was doing a similar thing with Columbia. Mm. You know, Columbia, they got, they could go for days. Days. So they was talking about the Met. What's not the Met? Yes, they was. Bruh, they was going for days, okay? Now, see, with them, it's a little different. Because the Met, and and again, that's the one place that I haven't lived, so I ain't really going to, you know, tap in and Mm -hmm. touch on it. Speak on it too much. Uh But to me, in my mind, all of that's Columbia. But Because, go ahead. But they saying Columbia is different than the Met, the metropolitan area. Well, I mean, it's a bunch of metropolitan area, if you ask me. All y'all bootleg bougie, but, you know. If you drive to like, uh, what is it, Chapin or Swansea mm, or Blythewood, um, right? These are, you know, these are twenty five minutes away, thirty minutes away from hike. the city. Like, <laughs> yeah, so you know, you might see the sign on I twenty six or on um, what is it, one twenty six up there or something. Saying, even seventy seven. Go yeah. this, you could go this way and you'll get to 
so and so, but you know, it's still it's Irmo still, is not know? the Met. <laughs> exactly. Er, Irmo like ride that. out there, so yo, listen, listen. it's we Camden, can talk about Camden listen. is not the Met, right? Listen, and uh, man, I I get it because I'll I'll say coming down seventy seven from up this way. When I see Blythewood, I'm like, oh, I'm almost in Columbia. <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> so I, I, I get why they would feel it. I mean, to feel the way they do. But, yo, tell us. As a matter of fact, I want to hear from you guys. Like High Star said, right. either in the talk back group or if you want to send us a line, you can shoot us a voicemail through the email or just a regular old email. Cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. Facebook group, Carolina Sports Talk, Talk Back. We want to hear what's your city and what's not your city, man, because this is a debate that could, could go on, man. Like, I'm, yes, interested, I'm interested, interested in seeing... to hear that Greenville. Uh huh. Go ahead. Who you, I'm Greenville, Spartanburg. Greenville and Charlotte. Yeah. I'm interested to hear Charlotte and any Charlotte people that listen. Rock Hill um, is not Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> listen. <laughs> Listen, or Gastonia. Gastonia is not Charlotte. Mint you know Hill. I mean? Is Mint Hill's not Charlotte though? It's not. It really isn't. Because <laughs> Mint Hill Matthews, Matthews, Matthews not Charlotte. Is not Charlotte. You no. Know? Mm-hmm. Hey, it, it's not. Huntersville is not, not Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> so also De- the PD County. I think it gets real I get it, it gets real. Eh, but see, the PD is PD. a region though, so they're all right. inclusive. Like you say, oh, I'm from Florence. Where? By Darlington. Where? Where they have race cars. Oh, all right, cool. Oh, south of the border. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, 95. Gotcha. <laughs> so, like, the smaller areas, like Aiken. Does Aiken have anybody claiming to be? Aiken, Lokia City, though, if we're going to talk about it. Riley. What they, who, who, who out on the outskirts of Riley? Like, I, I, I want to hear what these people got to tell That's me about. That's the triangle out there, right? Yeah. Exactly. Goldsboro. Yeah, everybody in the Carolinas. I'm from, my, I'm from Riley. <laughs> no, you're exactly. four hours from anything, bro. Stop it. Bro, before we get out of here, man, you got anything you want to highlight to people and tell them? Um, listen, big shout out to Coach Morton and Carver's Bay. I know that they've still been on their on their march to the chip. They were playing this evening, and we were we were recording, so I'm not able to catch the scores. We'll give y'all an update next week. But shout out to them, um, certainly. Uh, that's that's really all I got this week. Sound like a plan, man. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you guys for tuning in to another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. Make sure you tell your smart speaker next time, play Carolina Sports Talk. You know you can actually do it, like talk to, to your smart speaker. You can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Carolina Sports Talk. Or to be a part of the show, jump on the Facebook group, Carolina Sports Talk, talk back. Or hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. Until next week, pay. Wait. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Playoffs? Playoffs? You kidding me? That's a big deal. We talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Stupid. I'm not going to let you get the chance.